Hello, with that sound, we are the Weather Report. Welcome, Dave, Gareth, and Sona coming to you from Brooklyn. We are the podcast that asks whether or not trends or ideas or concepts are here to stay or whether they're just uh, flashes in the night. Right now, something that definitely is of a very hot topic, we're talking about social media, but very specifically, we're getting to this idea of raw social media. And now more than ever, with the flare-ups of everything happening around the country in terms of uh, violence from police departments to uh, lions being killed in Africa. A lot of people are talking, a lot of people have a lot of vitriol on a lot of different subjects and we're asking how is social media changing and so rapidly to have these conversations. So the first question is, is raw social media going to stick around? Well, accounts, that is a big, big question. The one thing is I deplore someone to come up with a better term than raw social media to describe Meerkat and Periscope and etc. And Beam. I, I think, so technically it's four people that are considered raw. It's Beam, it's Periscope, it's Meerkat, and it's Snapchat. So those are the four. Snapchat has, did, did do some really cool activism or at least it, it was... It, we was starting to build bridges in the sense I don't know if you saw all the controversial the Israel like story day and then a bunch of activists got online and and then pushed them to do a Palestinian West Bank day and, and actually when you watched it I thought it was worth the fight in the sense that you did feel you you felt like people weren't otherized and it was it was just a more human connection just to like expose yourself to maybe for some people a point of view they don't think of or just like a lifestyle they don't think of or a people they don't think of so I thought that was it was cool to see that play out in in the snapchat universe but I I don't know if sending it up about activism is the right question because so many of these tools are actually just being used by teenagers and they're just it's just their day-to-day lives they're just having fun with it they're not using it like Twitter as a lot of activists are Right. You could, you could extend the idea that it doesn't even have to be raw social media, right? It's the idea of just raw media happening anywhere. I mean, I think we saw that in, uh, in Egypt during the right. uprisings and everything, that things being posted to Facebook in real time of what's really happening. It's, it's more about the unfiltering of information coming through in mm-hmm. ways that, that makes it. So I don't think it has to necessarily only be video-based to be raw to be able to have something coming across. It's just that as the platforms are, are aging and or become more sophisticated, we're getting more video out of it. Right. I, I think it's kind of as an evolution of news, media. Uh, if you were in the newsroom, the wires would just come in and you would get these kind of things, these half-baked stories from field journalists. And you'd have to do the research, package that thing, get, a, get to go to your photo editor, pitch it out and it becomes a story in the newspaper. That's kind of the, the kind of, I guess, the story thing. Then we have this opportunity now, which I guess is kind of the reality TV of mobile, is a mobile social is, it's unfiltered. It's not, you know, I go through my 29 shots, oh, this one's good, I'm cropper, put a, t- a filter on, boom, that's my Instagram, that's my projected, manicured, edited life. But, Say right, it's Snapchat, not, we, we question it the is, realness. Yeah, it's completely real. Yeah. I think that's the authenticity of the, the wires, the, the raw feed, is way more interesting than the packaged one. I think people are more, they're more, they're responding better to it. 
So I think there's one thing here. Most consumers as a consumer. consume content and they don't propagate content. So there's only going to be so much room for all of these players. And I think at the end of the day, Twitter, Twitter is trying to do something which Facebook has already done. Facebook is the new TV. Facebook is couch surfing of social media. You are just scrolling through that thing. People are on Facebook for hours and they don't even necessarily put up a post. Yeah. Because Facebook is giving you so much content, also because all these publishers and brands are plugged in and are part of the system. It, it has become television. It's what you sit back but is that, for me, out of your content, couch and consume. For me, that content is curated. Whereas, by Facebook, but not by you. By whereas Facebook. Snapchat or even the Beam stream or whatever the future one is, it's completely... It's, uh, it's connection. It's chat, it's yep. chat roulette. You have no idea what's coming down. It's kind of so there's this interesting thing. You know, you think you know what it is. So I don't know what your right. story is going to be. Right, right. So there's kind of a freshness to it. It's not yeah, like but I do, I do think, Garrett, that at the end of the day, most consumers are, are TV. I think creative people need platforms like this. I question if creative people can sustain platforms like this because Twitter is having so many challenges right now in terms of their business. And well, I think that's the, the honestly, that's more the, the platform being. We went from long blog posts to micro blog posts, I mean to blog posts, to micro blogging. Even that now is like tick, 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 tick. It's much easier to take a photograph and send it. I right. You, you type so slow. Yeah, I, I've actually been using dictation, which is kind of fun. Love like, that. Love so, that. Um, Question though, it, I think you're, you're both right in that way. That the rawness is something about that, that people definitely appeal to, and so you're right that Facebook is becoming the the lean back uh, atmosphere yeah, that way that, that you can understand and get the content to wash over you. The difference, though, is that I think what we're what most people end up seeing is the story about the story becoming the story. The the rawness that you saw without the context. That's why news always works. Someone came and packaged it up for a reason. It was to give you that. So it was like we might only see the second reaction. We see someone shoot somebody, oh my gosh, someone just got shot. We don't know that someone else just fired at them before that, that meerkat came on. What we're having to find out is that the community still brings up and gives us the context around whatever raw thing's being published there or a different view of what that rawness is. So over time, there is still that shifting idea of what really is happening here and how are people delivering that back to us. Yeah, I think we're kind of in a, I guess, in a transitional phase where yeah. the rawness is raw and whereas a packaged product from the New York Times is still official. And even though Vice is still doing stuff and it's cool, if you really want to like a, a, a credible signature piece, it's going to be New York Times or whatever, The Guardian, it comes from that... The, the trusted corner for it. But I think that that's going down. That level is going down. You can spend, if you're on Facebook, you can spend an hour on Snapchat just going through the random feeds of the Discover, and that's my TV time that has been negated. So, yeah, I agree that these platforms are becoming the new TV, so to speak. But yeah. I think it's because they're still fresh and raw, they're kind of, they're not manicured. And, but that, I think, is a subset of consumers because there's still did, did you millions guys see of people the watching. Did you see the piece that um, the new timeout is just having your kid watch TV? And it's just no. the taking away of the phone or the tablet is the punishment. And 
kids still see it as a punishment. They just can watch TV and can't use mobile or tablet. Like, that is the new time out. That's funny. Sure. But I totally see it in the sense that I don't like to just watch TV without my mobile device, too. And you're, not necessarily because I'm tweeting about the show. You're a second screen no matter what now? Yeah. No, but I, I, it's just more fun. It just, it's, There's definitely uh, an, um, a uh, impatience. They want to jump. They want to. They want to like, like get. Like, my kids like watching ads, and you know, mostly, which is kind of weird. They're bless like, bless their hearts, though, because that kids has yeah. employed. Um, <laughs> so they they don't want to. They want to. They don't want to scoot around and check and you know like the Netflix modal or the HBO things where you're going through and, and having options to choose from, is definitely baked into their psyche of how they want to navigate content. They they're looking for the deeper experience. The well, they're looking they're for watching. that they're in control, whereas with TV. They they feel like they're not in control because you can only have option A or option B. Yeah. I can't pause it, but you can. But I'm talking traditional. Yeah. Just TV. TV. Traditional, sure. Um, and oh, can we sit? Can we watch that show? You know, American Ninja Warrior, for example. Right. That's on Monday at nine. Mm. Well, can we watch it? No, I mean that's when it's on. You know, unless you record it, that I that thinking where things aren't available all the time at any time. Yeah. Is is certainly going to play out. Do they, interesting, not to, not to kind of go too deep on the kids' mentality, but I'm curious about, do they understand, obviously, the most important or, or biggest streams of, of that now TV, other than maybe what was Game of Thrones' finale, is live sports. Do they get the difference between American Ninja Warrior is a TV show that's kind of episodic almost in terms of there's one will come out every Monday versus live sports they get that it's always tied to a time when that team's playing? Yeah, I think they, they, I think they know that that is a, one is a game and yeah. one is a show. Sure, but they're expecting the show to then be because it's a show and not that game. I can get the show whenever I want because it's just a show. Yeah, I think I think so. There's um, hmm. yeah, I think a sporting event is specifically, you know, because they play sports, so they know that things start and end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a that's it. It's on a three or you got to be there two or whatever. What did you think of Reed Hoffman coming out and saying this week that uh, surprisingly amounts of people, I think for most people, uh, assume that when they release their Netflix block of content, 8 or 12 or 18 episodes at a time, that the, the binge watching everyone's doing, and he was saying that it's an it's a extremely small amount of people who binge the entire season all the way through, that a lot of people end up just having metered out versions of watching those new shows there. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think time constraints, especially nowadays, unless you are sick or you have the weekend to do nothing or you laid up, you can get through that content, but otherwise, it's just impossible. There's just too many. And also, you got to stagger it out. It's too intense to bunch it up. Uh, one point, though, that I thought was really important about House of Cards is that somebody... I don't, I don't even know who to attribute this idea to, but House of Cards would not be successful as a weekly show. But it's watching it together. And I think this is what Orange is the New Black, too. That some, sometimes these shows are better when you're watching a few episodes at a time and you actually start getting excited and engaged in the storyline. Otherwise, there's too little happening per episode and it wouldn't be exciting. Versus Game of Thrones, they're throwing down the gauntlet each and every time. They're usually building up the storyline and then literally just... Destroying yeah. it. But that's a shift that we saw people people hung on to Mad Men through the end where sometimes in Mad Men very little would happen in one. But it was a small episode. core audience, it wasn't like major, major numbers. So speaking of that, small core audience versus major numbers, the thing about raw social media, when you talk to a lot of people, let's say people like my husband or someone <laughs> like a West Jones. <laughs> shout, um, shout out to West Jones. Shout out to West Jones. 
sub shout out to Justin, but shout out to Wes Jones. They they will tell you uh, they don't want to sift through a bunch of ugly looking pictures. So we have to question too in terms of raw social media. Do you really want to see all these really all all this stuff? Wait, it's, it, uh, that's it's, a different thing. One like raw. I wanted to show you show you a moment. Like it's just this is what I'm seeing and this is what I'm feeling. This is not what I'm gonna package up for the rest of my life and frame. It's unframed. It's it's just like boo. And that's the difference. So you, I, I, if you want to go and yeah, and periscope your walk down there or beam me or Snapchat, I like that. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's quick. It's digestible. I don't have to save it. I don't have to think about it. It's, right. And I like that. I think that's the, the, the point where we used to store everything, save every photograph. We have it in boxes. Then it gets backed up on a hard drive. That it dates so quickly. That hard drive then can't plug into your new computer. It's fucking crazy. And now where you can just have the stuff and consume it and go. Remember, we used to take pictures to remember something, now we're taking right. pictures to communicate. So we're kind of shifting away from things. We don't need to save those things anymore. A hundred, at least, we don't need to save a hundred. Dave's got six pictures, seven pictures up here. He hasn't got all, the entire, you know, spool out. Mm-hmm. But I want to get back to the point that, that JC was making in terms of he doesn't want to look at all these ugly pictures. Is that ugly in terms of the rawness of it or is it I don't want to sift through things that are be like oh that's a, that's a bad angle I can't see what's happening here so even with Snapchat Discover Snapchat is still picking out what is making it into your city story it's not truly raw like do you do you really want to be back in the 90s internet and just seeing random things that aren't really interesting no, and I think there's a big difference between people trying to fill time doing some of these, the, the cyber dustings or whatever, trying to record X amounts of minutes of time to be able to say, hi, I'm, I'm a host of my own little channel here, you're listening to me, you're watching me now drive my car as I go to something, as I do this. That's very raw, but that's just boring versus the actual authentic real moment of someone sharing. But for some There's young people, seconds. it totally works. Does, like, I know teenage girls are periscoping their makeup routines. Like, that is happening. Does sure. Justin want, not want to... But he, is, is that from a brand perspective? Because if I, I... If you send me bad Snapchats or Dave, the fact that I know you two, I don't mind. That, Wait, I don't but mind. But, but if, of course, if I go to like, a brand page and it's got bad images still, and it's um, ba- internet ugly, then it's like, that failed. But that's well, not, that's exactly but that's it. But that's not a brand. Mm-hmm. It's I, not a user. Uh, I think it's more that, you know what, you know those those writers that are terrible writers? You know how for many women, when they're on, when they're online dating and you get the text message from the guy who can't spell, do you really want to see that same person's things on Beam? If like I'm, the guy that can't spell? Well, at last eye, it's not the best speller, but if I get a, ba- a badly spelled <laughs> Beam or Snapchat from him, it's still great. I, right, I but you see, but you enjoy see it. what I'm that's, saying. Because I know him as a person. Yeah, yeah, that's different. I'm, I'm saying the thing about social media is that you're connected to people you don't actually know. And many, well, I many think cases. that's made, maybe Maybe that's Twitter uh, and Instagram. More so than Facebook. Twitter is but you those are building are trials those and are not anymore. Those are manicured. That's what I'm saying. We, right. Even the Twitter, the tweets, yeah, don't tell me that you've, okay, we've all banged off that tweet and go, oh, that's a spelling mistake or the wrong thing. And, but when you compose that tweet, 
How long are you taking for those 140 characters? I'm pretty fast with the tweet. No, 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 not the, not the knee jerks, like the statement. The, yeah. the, I'm going to put out something now as an announcement. You're going to compose that for over a minute. Mm-hmm. Ooh, back in art. So the thing is, that is not, that is not raw. And you, you can see the raw tweets from the manicure tweets. But, but it doesn't mean that it's not authentic. Less authentic, it's just it's not impulsive. It's being manicured. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they're all manicured. The others are less manicured. Right, I agree. I agree with that. I think some people like manicured things. Some people do, I don't mind. I think it's going to become a tribe thing, and that's when I question how sustainable is it. Because right now, what Twitter is struggling with is that it's too hard for lay people to use the medium. That really, they're having a hard time acquiring new users, because for so many users, they're like, how do I use this thing? How do I connect to people? What do I do with that? It's it's not as natural, and and certainly, and I think that's what, what Gareth is really arguing, is that if you have to say, I have 140 characters, that already selects a framework on saying, oh, okay, whatever I'm going to do or say, I know I have a limit to it that I have to be very aware of where the but beam... But still has a... But, that doesn't, but it does it automatically. That does it automatically. It, it, it would be like... I guess in a certain way, if, if Twitter, if you start sending out all your tweets and it's like you, you write 250 characters, all your tweets get cut off in the middle of it so people don't know what you're saying. So my, my, my one bigger question is, now let's say if you are the person on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, how can you take lessons from these raw forms of social media and just and just consider how you share your world with your friends differently? Well, well, I mean, I, mean, I know that certain people do. Um, brands less so. I'd be interested right. to see brands going raw. Yes. That are not vice, the way it's expected. Someone opening up and exposing themselves. So who's a brand that would go raw that you'd be interested in? Um, I mean, definitely know Red Bull was on Periscope like the day after. Yeah, but I they, they kind of pioneered that. Yeah. Well, and, and this is where you have to start parsing out the, the message from the medium, right? That the idea of a brand going raw, well, that's great. Anybody can put a live content feed on anything they want. Coke can put, you know, a, a live feed of, of penguins walking around Antarctica and it's cute, it's cute, <laughs> right? It's it's more, what do I choose to put my camera on to get the raw moments from? Is it the raw moments inside of the Coke factory? Is it the raw moments at Coke headquarters? A brand has well, been what about Apple wants I mean, to get the raw, like, you know, how people's terrible working. Right, so what is it that you want raw from Apple or would it be even, would it have been? I don't want the brand story, that's for sure. Yeah, I find that now in the manicured media more and more because it's not working. I've been looking at it. I'm looking at, at Twitter feeds or um, Instagram feeds, and if it's brand X, it's brand X with product X, eighty percent of the shots. I'm like, well, this is stupid. And because if I go to yours, I agree with that. If it I is, if, it's yeah, if I go to your uh, Instagram feed, it's your life. Right. I'm buying into what it is. So brands that understand that. Yes, I need to, you know, I need to show this world that I'm living in without putting the product in every single shot with a logo. So when people and brand managers go, if I look at this Instagram feed, it must look, and I, t- I take away the logo, I want to feel this is like ownable by Brand X. It's kind of impossible. Do you own that view? Right, right. No, everyone owns that view. It goes back to values. It's what is this brand value? What's the things that we associate with every brand again as a tribe, right? What are the things that matter to us that we're willing to again put our camera on and give out yeah. in that way? I would love to see. I would love to have saw Steve Jobs 
doing something more raw or whoever the leaders are you know nowadays maybe, maybe let, you know what he would fail on that medium because he was a very controlling person same, same idea but if, if but it you, would be more interesting as, an, as a story the brands I think the brand and the people of the brands you believe in would matter right I mean I think there's very few of them anyway that we would really care about you know the, the leader of who JetBlue is don't know that but I do know Richard Branson but right. those those differences it's like yeah, you have to have someone you want to care about anyway work because their brand is attractive sometimes work because they have a person that's attractive yeah. right yeah I mean and, and in a certain way too though if we think about we are talking before earlier about Etsy right Etsy is in, in essence raw because everything that comes out is is handmade and isn't supposed to be necessarily perfect it's, the stitch yeah. is mixed, yeah. missing etc that I don't need a person who works for the Etsy brand to come out and show me something raw because every one of their products no is. exactly in fact if they did that I, that would switch me off it really would it would mean that they're, they're I think that's the biggest thing that I'm the, the trumpeting of the brand in, in social media has become overbearing. It's like, oh, completely. imagine this is, a, this is the and thing. Like, the imagine if I came in today day. and you told me your story, like y- your, your resume every single time. Like, I'm going to go, oh, God, I know you. We've been friends for over five years. Can you please stop now? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what you did today? Right, right. Brands need to go there. Like, can you stop telling me the brand story on the website? Enough. Yeah. Can you stop going on with social media? Enough. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what you're thinking. In some ways, that's also why I think PR is actually a little bit more realistic. In the sense that if you're a PR person, you can't pitch your brand story every day. You have to pitch what you're actually effing doing. And like what and what's well, I think that's where marketing has to is going. Should be going, going yeah. that way. Shout out to our friend at Story Doing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like as a PR person, journalist doesn't give a shit about what no. your brand's values or story is. They care about what's news. Yeah. What is new? What is? What are you actually doing? Not what you aspire to do. You know, brand history is is important, but Levi's don't. I don't. Maybe they do. I don't go in the store, and it's like the whole story about. Levi Strauss and Denim and Mine Rush, it, there's something you know. There's something ev- that's evolved and Coke. You know they do have the cues back to the the original product, but it's not what they. Every time you go to a Coke, it's going to sell you. This is what you need to know about about Coke before you engage with it. Right. It's like, ugh, right. Stop. Right. Yeah, you don't have to be invited in. It's just here's what we are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that to see some of that rawness would be good. That's a good point. So we were even to take something that was so user oriented and still take it to the brand. This is the challenge to the brand. I think raw social media will probably be more complicated for brands to operate in, for sure. Yeah, because they, they can't they, be they're struggling. Yeah. They're struggling already they're struggling with, with yeah. a manicured social. It's true. It's really true. And, and that's why they need these blogger ambassador types to be their ambassadors because they can't themselves be the ones doing it. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of guts for a brand other than, say, a Red Bull who's already that raw anyway to really go around. You know, if Red Bull was really brave, they would say, here's where people are actually drinking Red Bulls on college campuses at night at parties. That's raw Red Bull, too. You're not right, going to see that. You know, because they're, they're still manicured in the same way, too. They have these values that we see in terms of performance and athleticism, etc. But they're, they're, that's not the only way the product is. Yeah. Real moments. So... 
I think to wrap it up, raw, raw is real. Raw is going to be here to stay, and it's going to be a part of our lives as we start valuing more and more things happening as they happen in real time, less filtered, less contextual, and it's up to us as a tribe or as an individual to make sure that raw works for us and what we're doing. All right, this is the weather report signing off for episode six. Already, we've been we've been going. We'll uh, we'll put another uh, podcast up next week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys Keep soon. Keep it in and Keep it in We'll be broadcasting from a new location. That's correct. This is the final one from the towers of the Brooklyn Studios. Yeah. All right. Overlooking New York. Bay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. <laughs>